is our last gathering for 2009. It's a very momentous moment, auspicious. And we need to make the most of it, to take it as seriously as it deserves to be taken. In many ways, 2009 was a lull year. Lull. There weren't so many hurricanes. There weren't so many tsunamis. There weren't so many uh, acts of God, as it were. Yes, there was a global financial crash, but they are uh, pretending that they have recovered from it, even though that recovery is hollowing out the whole economy of the world, and that price will be paid in this coming year. But many of the truly uh, significant cataclysms have been waiting to happen. They haven't happened yet. 2009 was not the year for them. But 2010 is a year where we're going to see a lot more accelerated activities in terms of the global earth changes that are necessary to bring about the end of Kali Yuga and the beginning of Satya. But we must be ready. Partly the reason that there was a lull in 2009 is that the yogis were not ready. The sprouts of the new age were not in alignment yet, ready to come up. And so the old world could not yet be taken out of its misery. But now there has been a a shift and there will continue to be a shift and not just in this community, but in other communities that are bringing up sprouts of yogis who are transforming their consciousness. And this will have to be a year of networking, but it will have to be a year of grounding ourselves literally in our landed community and beginning the cultivation of our own food and our own energy and our own uh, life way that is different than Kali Yuga so that we develop a powerful community that can resist the pressures, the negativity, and the terror of a falling Kali Yuga. So it's a very important year for us. And it will, as I say, be a year in which we will have to face cataclysmic events that will be taking place in many parts of the world and uh, with great loss of life and be able to handle it with detachment and with understanding and with blessings and benevolence. And even when it touches us personally to be able to remain uh, in a state of transcendence of the ego so that we don't get pulled down by such events and see them in the true light of their significance from the perspective of God. And so it will be a great test for us. And so this year for us must involve two important advances. We must attain true authenticity. We must learn to live from the authentic self, the real self, and leave behind all of the elements of the false self that had been in our personality. And we must come to understand what does authenticity really mean What does it mean to live from Atman rather than from ego or even from soul, but to really make that full 
passage to the essence of our being and to exist in that field of energy that is pure and clear of any falseness. And then secondly, to be able to respond to these cataclysms with peace, with serenity, even with joy. And to transmit that joy because it is the joy literally of the birth of the new age that is coming that all of this represents. And we have to see that and never lose sight of it. Never see only the dying and not the birth that's happening. So authenticity and cataclysmic joy must go together. And then we will be able to surf the wave of this enormous change that is overtaking our planet and be able to navigate and guide others to find the meaning and the path toward wholeness that is being opened up just as the Red Sea opened for Moses and the Israelites through this dark period. And we can only find that if we find the light within and are able to follow having our own light guiding us. And this will require being ready and able to change, to flow, to let go of one skin after another. It's not just one shedding of the skin, but it's many as we get to subtler and subtler levels of recognition of being. Levels that are inconceivable to the ego mind, that cannot be understood. And we must get to the point where we stop asking questions that become impediments but have the faith to let go and keep on letting go until we get to that essential presence and wisdom that will guide us. But it's a very difficult... It's a very difficult achievement because the ego depends on its attachments and its ignorance and its uh, false values to maintain its identity as real. And it is not real. And so this year it's very important that we become much more radical in our recognition of what does it mean that the ego is a false self. It's not just false in the sense that it deceives us, etc., all of the ways that we have studied, but it's false in a much more radical way, that it really does not even exist. We give it a sense of existence, but it does not It is not an operative agency in the world. What is operative is a a power that far transcends the ego, that we do not understand, cannot understand from the ego consciousness. And when we recognize that, that all the ego was was a bad dream, you were never that, then it's much easier to let go. But if you're stuck within the ego, there will always be a question of how do I let go? How do I do it? Because the ego can't do it. It can't let go of the very things that give it the illusion of a pseudo-existence. And so there must be a transcendence in a very complete and total way. Otherwise, you'll be struggling with detachment and never be successful, and we must be victorious over it by realizing that the ego never did exist except as a dream, except as a command by others who were in a dream. It was a trance, and we must awaken from the trance of the collective ego. And that requires a deeper and deeper exploration 
of who I am at the very core of my being. And that can only be done if we meditate in a very deep, powerful, ongoing, regular way. And even when we are not officially meditating, to always be having our minds in yoga, in union with God. Never forgetting it, never becoming superficial. Because if we do, then our judgment goes wrong. Our inner compass becomes falsely calibrated and we make incorrect decisions. Inaccurate karma gets done and that has consequences of more suffering and more confusion. And the whole thing can take us spiraling down very rapidly. And so we have to be very, very careful this year. And because things will happen that will uh, have every intention of knocking us off of our center. And we must be in that immovable spot no matter what happens. And so I hope that you will use this evening's meditation to plant yourself firmly in that immovable spot. To take a firm vow never to leave that spot never to fall into the false self, but to continue to rise in love with God until there is a union with that supreme real that is what we truly are, and to transcend duality in all of its many forms and not be deceived by those forms that will try to either seduce you or intimidate you or deceive you in some other way into an error of judgment as to what is the true nature of who and what you are. And it will try to get you to forget what you really are and live for some lesser energy, lesser purpose that will provide some temporary pleasure at the expense of great suffering and great enmeshment that will be very difficult to get out of. So it is very important that we not have to deal with those coming and going in and out of maya all the time because the maya becomes stronger and the soul gets weaker the more it has to do that by a kind of battling. And we must become ever stronger by refusing to fall, by seeing maya before we fall into it and learning that we have the ability uh, to remember that we are beings of light, that we are immaterial, incorporeal, non-temporal, non-human, non-limited, and beings who dwell in the realm of the miraculous, for whom this entire world is a dream that can be redreamed, that we are not stuck in some situation that is defined by the collective other or by history or by any other force that God is ultimate freedom and that by existing in that union with God we are free of the necessity of karmic consequences that would otherwise hold us enslaved. And to use that freedom and that power in the service of God in order to free not only our own self from those sufferings that come from illusion but to free all beings who are lost in those false identifications that are bringing them tremendous suffering. And so we have the sword of wisdom and we can cut the knots that are binding other souls 
to their karma and free them. But we can only do that if we have freed ourselves. So let's take this evening as a, a great opportunity to make the determination that we will not fall, but we will become fully empowered wielders of the sword of truth in order to achieve the goal that we have set ourselves, that God has set us for releasing ourselves from the karma of centuries, not just of this lifetime, in order to bring an end to this cycle of karma and to allow a new cycle based on freedom, based on wisdom, based on love, to begin to roll and to emerge in the phenomenal plane in the form of beauty and harmony. We have the power to do that.